This is the Mason Vera Pain Show, your go-to lifestyle program, covering everything from technology and gaming to movies, TV shows, and pop culture to the supernatural and beyond. Brought to you from Chicago, USA, with your host, the unabridged millennial, Mason Vera Pain. Hailing from Las Vegas, Nevada, Justa Faze is an upcoming electronic music producer. He has a versatile sound with synthesis-laced productions and bass. So, what is his inspiration? Just a Face joins me to explain and talks about his latest projects. Thanks for joining me, Just a Face. Thank you for having me. So, so tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you start getting into DJing? It originally started when I was about 15. My brother, he's about five years older than me, and uh, he brought me to Coachella when I was like 15. And I went and saw some of the electronic artists out on, you know, the Sahara stage, and, and I just, Something hit me when I saw it live, and it was like the first time that I had saw, like, had seen electronic music like live, and it was just, it was crazy. I I fell in love with it right there. So I got home like that Monday, Tuesday. I downloaded Ableton onto my computer, and I just started messing around with things, and I really just fell in love with it right there. And then I asked for like some DJ equipment for my mom from Christmas, and so she got it. I started DJing parties like in high school and it all just went downhill from there. Did you already have a musical background, like familiarity with other instruments? It's funny. I I really didn't. I didn't really fall in love with music the way that I did until I started like producing. And and then I started to learn how to play like piano and and guitar. Um, I took guitar lessons later on in high school. Yeah, I didn't start until I started really messing around with things. Oh, wow. Usually it's the other way around. So it's kind of amazing that, you know, EDM introduced you into the music arena, into like classical instruments. That's pretty cool. Right. Actually, I I actually did. I went to uh, an orchestra class when I was in middle school. I only did it for like six months. So I, I took trumpet and then saxophone for a little bit, but it didn't really like enter me into that that arena yet. Did you know how to read music at least? Or was that something you learned later on? I think I learned a little bit on how to do it. Granted, I was only in, I think, fifth or sixth grade when I did that. So I may have known how to do it just a little bit, but then it kind of faded off. And then it came back when I started making music. And then I also took like a, a community college class later on, too, which I learned actually how to read music and music theory. And that really helped as well. So when it comes to you DJing, what do you consider your style to be? I don't really like to pigeonhole my stuff uh, I just kind of do whatever I, I get feels but I guess the sound that really matches most to what I do is probably future bass or you know electronic hip-hop per se but there's you know there's song that's on the EP that's coming out that has some more house um like uh vibes to it do you have anybody that you look up to that you're like, man, that's the kind of style I, I want to incorporate into my music? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many. But I, if I could pick a few, probably Flying Lotus, Bloom, R.L. Grime. I, I love R.L. Grime. Who else? There's another artist. Oh, I just thought of him the other day. Wheatfin. He's really awesome, too. So tell me about your latest song, Dirty Feelas, and uh, your inspiration behind it. When I first started making that, it was actually last year. I just got this, I just had to design this, this synth that, and that's like the main synth on the, on the drop part where, 
you know, it all comes in and all comes together. And I started to mess around with uh, some LFOs with it and getting this, like, this flutter sound with it. And then I brought in kind of this, like, you know, this slow kind of a four to the floor kind of beat. And it just kind of just had this, like, movement vibe to it when I was making it. And I just, I had, I had just gotten some feelers, obviously, like, not, you know, not too... Uh, long before that and I just had this like you know I loved wearing them when I went out and I just like when I was making it all I could think about was like going out with my friends and like doing stuff in the filas and like this this progression of the filas getting dirtier and dirtier because it was just this four to the floor kind of movement and it just you know that it just kind of stuck I, I that was actually the original name that I had, I had printed onto it when I had first started making the song and I usually don't do that. Like I don't stick with names like that. I usually don't name the song till later on and I'm done with it. But this one, it was like, you know, it was one of those ones that just stuck. And like, that was the inspiration. It's like this kind of this life path of the feelers. <laughs> I love that. I love that it's that it's named because of your shoes and your progression <laughs> through it. That is so like, it's simplistic, but it's beautifulness in its own way, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I'm working on a music video right now that will probably come out with the EP that we're trying to do exactly that, where the, the shoe, we see this life of the shoes in a day.
love it. That's so cute. And it's awesome. I That is really beautiful in a weird way. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I love it. That's got good energy, you know? Thank you. So is there anything that you do during your off time? I love playing video games. I love uh, working out, uh, yoga, meditation, all, all things I like to do to kind of bring my head into a different space. I mean, I'm, I'm a gamer. The EP is called Arcade Games. It's inspired by my love for games. So that's huge for me. How long have you been playing video games? Like your whole life or just like your high school years? Ever since I can remember. I know that feeling, right? I had NES in my hands as a kid, and I can't remember anything before that. <laughs> I played NES before, but for me and my brothers, who are both older than me, it was the Nintendo 64. That was like the first gaming experience I could remember. <laughs> oh, man. Nintendo 64 had some good ones. Yeah. That was a good game. We still have it. We still have the 64, and we play it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> But I imagine you, you upgraded yourself. Are, are you planning to get oh, the uh, PS5? I actually have a custom-built PC that I play my games on. I'm I'm thinking about getting the PS5. We'll see how it goes. I, I prefer gaming on my PC, but we'll see. Ah, PC Master Ace. I get you. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, what PC games do you play, out of curiosity? Right now, I'm playing Valorant. That's like the main game, like competitive game that I play. But I play all kinds of things. Like there's a game called Among Us that's super popular right now. It's kind of like a murder mystery kind of game. It's not really like that intensive. It's not like dope graphics or anything. But it's fun to play with like a bunch of friends. So I've been playing that. I play World of Warcraft occasionally. I was huge into Fortnite like everyone else for a little while, but not as much anymore. Yeah, it got kind of easy. I don't know, maybe... That's the wrong word for it. I feel like it got, you know, it just got too, like, yeah, I guess easy would be a good word to use. Yeah, because you want a little bit of a challenge. But I think that has more to do with, like, the player pool than it does the game. Because once everybody sure. starts playing the game, it, it kind of makes everything fluctuate to, like, easy mode. And I'm not looking for easy mode. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. That's why I like Valorant so much. It's just, it's. A lot of people on that game are highly, highly skillful, and it's, it is a challenge every time you play. Everyone is so uh, competitive and focused on winning that the, the game, and it's like a 40-minute round, you know? It's like, it's hard. It's hard to win a game in that game. And, you know, that brings me to this whole pandemic. I mean, that's mostly the reason why even I'm playing a lot of video games is because you're kind of stuck in the house, but are yeah. you working on anything new? Yeah, I am. I actually have a project that I'm working on with uh, a hip-hop artist that I met out here in Vegas. His name is Samaj Bell, a.k.a. Sockwave. He's a really, really talented hip-hop artist. We have actually a whole EP uh, recorded and, and produced, and I've just been working on uh, mixing and mastering it, and then we're going we're gonna to get it out here in the next couple months. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, for those listening, where can they find more information about you? I have an Instagram page. I also have a website, SoundCloud. It's all just, just a phase, one word, or, you know, space it out. You know, hit the follow. You'll see a lot of cool stuff soon. I'm trying to work on another EP for the next uh, year, beginning of next year. And thank you for having me. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.